Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and I'm so excited to have you join me again as we continue to look at the New Testament chapter by chapter, and today we are in Acts chapter 23. Here we find the Apostle Paul, he's already been arrested in Jerusalem, and, uh, and he's made a large public speech at the end of which he mentioned his call to the Gentiles and there was an uproar. Hands were laid upon him. He was about to be flogged and then he revealed his Roman citizenship. And so things slowed down a little bit. And uh, and now we find him interacting with some of the the uh, the top tier Jewish leadership. And so I'd like to, like to have us just jump right into the text here. And we are in Acts chapter 23, starting in verse one. And I wanna go through verse five. It says, and looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. Now he's saying, I'm living right before God. Well, verse two, and the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Ananias did not agree that Paul had lived his life in good conscience up to this day. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. This is pretty intense language. He's saying, you are, you're like a grave. The inside is full of dead bones and the outside is, is washed white, but inside it's, it's, it's rotten. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law? And yet contrary to the law, you order me to be struck. Verse four, those who stood by said, would God revile God's, or would you revile God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Now, there's there's a, a lot of amazing things going on here. A lot of things that I think believers, if we're willing to look at some of what we see in this text, there are some, some very helpful uh, application points if we understand it. You see, Paul, here's He's, uh, he gets struck at the command of the high priest. He does not know it's the high priest. But, but I want you to see, Paul has a backbone. Paul doesn't just take the blow and doesn't say anything at all. Um, Paul understands his rights here as a Roman citizen and, and not to be just treated that poorly. And so Paul speaks up in a pretty accusatory way. He calls this man a whitewashed wall, uh, dead on the inside, covered up on the outside, uh, putting perfume on a corpse, right? This is the idea. But Paul, doesn't know, not, Paul does not know this man's position. And so when they reveal to him that this man has the position of the high priest, well, look again, he says right here, he says, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. What do you see here? I, I think this is pretty remarkable. Because Paul here, who is aggressive about the scripture, who is dogged with his proclamation of truth, who has convictions that are deep, 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 they're deeply rooted convictions, in a moment of correction, in in the moment where it is revealed that he is mistaken, I, I want you to see that Paul does not double down on his error. Paul does not excuse it necessarily. Paul does not say, you know what? You shouldn't have done that. And so that's why I said that. But Paul just said, I didn't realize that. And then he quotes the scripture as his standard. He says, it is written, you shall not speak evil against your leaders. He quotes the scripture as his standard for respecting someone who is disrespectable. 
right? For respecting someone who, who doesn't really hold Paul's respect, and yet this man has a position. And so in that moment, Paul, he, he relents. He relents. What is Paul's goal here? Paul's goal is to shine the light of Christ. So for Paul to be continuing in disobedience to Scripture, not even a first-tier issue, we would call this uh, church polity or ecclesiology. And, and like, how, how do we deal with leadership? And maybe even how is leadership structured? And who who is a legitimate leader in the church today? We would not say this is a first-tier issue. And yet, because his standard is the scripture, he relents and repents rather quickly. He backs off of calling this man what he did. So I, I did not know that is against the scripture. I, I was wrong. That's that's his posture right here in this moment. See, this is this is how important Paul's understanding of the scripture, it, how how important it was to his ministry. Because because if he's acting one way, disregarding certain scriptures, and then trying to proclaim the gospel, he recognizes he has no leg to stand on. Uh, well, same is true for you and I. You and I, as we pursue to live the ancient way in our modern days, we pursue living a life that is following Christ, that is growing as a disciple, that lives under the grace of the gospel of Jesus, as those who have been freed from sin and condemnation, as those who are no longer trying to earn anything from God because it's been freely given to us in Christ. We must remember that we still hold to a standard. And this standard, is, it's vitally important. We must do the best we can to consistently live according to that standard. Now listen, you will fail. I will fail. Paul, he failed here. He, he, he missed the mark. But then he, he changed course quickly. And he got back on the right path, living as best as he can according to the scripture. I want you to think about this for a minute. I want you to consider that your life is a life that the the more act or the more faithfully you walk in line with the scripture, not perfectly, I understand that. But the more faithfully you and I we walk faithfully according to the scripture, the, the more clear it is that we are living in the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is really important. This is really important for our witness, not just as individuals, but as a church. You know, you might be part of Valley. If you are, we know each other, hopefully, and and uh, enjoy some sort of fellowship together. But this is why at, at our church, and hopefully if you're part of a different church, the same is true for your church. You are striving to preach the, the truth of God's word clearly and then trying to live in accordance with it as best as you can. This is why we can't cut corners on difficult parts of the scripture. This is why we can't ignore aspects of, of the scripture that maybe we don't agree with or we don't like. See, Paul was quick to fall in line with the scripture when he realized he was outside of the lines. This is the ancient way for the modern day. You and I, let's, let's foster a heart before the Lord where we'll, we are so quick to repent and relent when we, when we find ourselves or when someone else finds us not trusting not believing and not striving to walk under grace according to God's word. This is our ancient way for our modern day.